back to Champion Chats. We hope you're settling into the new term and finding the online learning okay. Today we're talking to Claire, who's all the way over in England right now. She works for Mercedes Formula One as an engineer. She also has her PhD in aerodynamics from Cambridge, which is super cool. We're super excited to be talking to her today. So, yeah, well, welcome, Claire. Um, we're so glad to have you on the podcast today. Um, so thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Um, so we're going to start off with some questions we ask everybody on the show. So, so um, describe what you do without using the position title. Okay, so um, I am responsible for the um, aerodynamics of the middle region of the Formula One car. So. I guess I'll start with as a whole. So our department yeah, works on making the aerodynamic performance of the car as good as possible. So um, basically, the more downforce we can put on the car, the faster the car can go round the corners. Um, but the problem with that is we also um, want to try and minimise the amount of drag on the car as well so we can make it go as fast as possible on the straights. So our department as a whole works on the aerodynamic performance. Um, whereas um, then we divide the car up into different regions. So yeah, my group works on the middle region of the car and I lead a group of aerodynamicists to try and improve the aerodynamics in that region. So we do a mixture of wind tunnel testing of a, a scale model of the Formula One car to see if we can improve, improve the aerodynamics that way. But we also run quite a lot of computer simulations as well um, to kind of accompany that testing to try and... Um, try and boost the downforce cool that's really sounds awesome. great um what did you want to do when you were at school um so initially when i was at school i i think i was drawn to sort of like vocational sort of degree so i wanted to kind of um do something at university that led to a kind of obvious job and mm -hmm. um initially i was really drawn to being a doctor Oh, yeah. um, but then I realised that actually what I more enjoyed, rather than the sort of biology and the chemistry, I really enjoyed maths and physics. Mm -hmm. um, and so then that kind of led me when I got to sort of about 16, 17, I decided that I wanted to be an engineer. Nice. So you really completely switched sort of careers, I guess, and what you had in mind. Yeah. Yeah. When I was about, I guess, 16-ish, I sort of realised I had a bit of a change of heart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I guess you just need to. Um, well, I I think I found I realised. Yeah, I you got to. I wanted to just do the subjects that I really enjoyed, that I was most drawn to. Yeah, that's cool. So describe your life using three words. Describe my life using three words. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. Um, happy. Um, busy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. Um, it's a bit difficult. Huh? Um, rewarding. Awesome. That's nice. Nice. Um, so, who do you hope to inspire, and why? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I guess I think what what I um, why I like doing things like this actually because um, I think one of the reasons for my sort of like change of heart in career towards the end of when I was at school 
was because um, I kind of didn't really realise what options, how many career options were available. So I went to an all-girls school and not really many people from my school had ever really gone to do engineering. Um, And I only really found out about it because I had a friend who was a boy who was going to go and do engineering at university. Um, So I guess kind of just wanting to... um, I like. I think it's nice when you can sort of show people how many options there are that they maybe haven't necessarily considered before. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So now we'll move on to your work. So when you went into, what made you specifically go into engineering? It was the. Was there a moment in your teen years that made you want to do it, or was it just the fact that you liked physics and science more? Yeah, it was. I think it was. It was realizing that you could take the subjects that you like the maths and physics but you could study them not just on their own that you could mm-hmm. study them in an applied way um yeah. with sort of real world applications um and that you'd sort of come out of university trained in a in a sort of career nice yeah right. um did you face any challenges going into like a male predominant career path um I'd say the challenges since I started in the workplace have been, I've not really found it to be a problem. I've got really great colleagues and um, I've had two periods of maternity leave and they've been really accommodating of that and dealt with it really well. Um, And they help me at work now get quite a good, I've got quite a good balance in terms of childcare and things like that. Um, I think probably the biggest challenge maybe was when I started at university um yeah because I guess I've been to an old girls school and then when I started at university in my kind of college studying engineering there were 16 of us and I was the only girl um and then that was quite hard I think because um I don't know I think at that age maybe girls and boys sort of work in different ways I think Mm -hmm. girls can be a bit keener to kind of maybe work more collaboratively potentially um sometimes and I think there was just differences in how we approached our work that I think I found that quite hard. That was probably the biggest sort of challenge really in getting used to working with um, a sort of alongside a group of guys in that situation. And it kind of, it kind of got easier as I've kind of gone through my career. So do you work with a lot of guys now or is there a lot of females? So what's the sort of. Um, So it's still quite, it's still quite um, male dominated. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, there's probably only sort of maybe five, ten percent of our engineers at work are probably a female. Right. Um, and I think it's it is starting to improve, and um, it's still, but it's still quite um, there's still quite a lot of noise. So every year we get kind of um interns in for a year, mm-hmm. and sometimes we'll have a few girls, and then get to the next year and we won't have any girls. <laughs> um, so it still sort of fluctuates a lot. But um, I've got a couple of girls um in my team at the moment which is really great um so yeah hopefully things are starting to improve a little bit nice so how did you get into specifically formula one engineering because that's a pretty specific area yeah a really cool yeah. area yeah. too um so i guess um so i started off doing engineering at university and then i don't know how it works in new zealand but here you can um there's certain universities where you start off doing general engineering and then you so you study sort of quite a few different disciplines within it. And then as you go further through your degree, you can start to specialise in different areas. Um, 
and the area that I was really drawn to was um, aerodynamics. Um, it's really fascinating in that um, you're trying to really figure out how um, how sort of fluids work and how they move, but you can't really see what's going on. That's, so that's kind of like the biggest thing you've got to deal with. You've got to really understand these flow structures, but it's all kind of invisible. Um, so I really, I was really interested in that. Um, so I kind of, as I went through university, I specialized more and more in aerodynamics. Um, and then I did a master's project in something completely different in like supersonic flow. Um, but the professor who I did that with also had PhD projects in Formula One aerodynamics. So I managed to then, um, I kind of, after I'd finished my master's, I um, then went and did a PhD with him in Formula One aerodynamics. Um, and then the other reason I was really drawn to it is one of the things I've really always enjoyed is the kind of, um, is sort of running experiments, um, like real proper physical experiments. And then Formula One is one of the best places where you can do that because we're wind tunnel testing almost every day. So mm. that was one of the things that really drew me into that field as well was the chance to be doing actual experiments on a really regular basis. Yeah. Did you like, yeah. did you like Formula One? in any way or did you have nothing yeah. to do with it? So I'd always, I'd always really liked it. So that was another attraction. Like I'd always watched it as a kid and I mm. used to go to the races with my dad and stuff. Um, so I was always really drawn to it in that way. Um, and then I guess it was a really nice combination because you really like the sport, but then you also really like the kind of technical aspects of the job as well. Yeah. So it's really important to do something that you love and being able to incorporate what you want to do into something that you love yeah I, I do think that is the thing it's like choosing things that you enjoy and yeah get I think it is a real like like privileges I genuinely do really enjoy what I do and I mm. think that's a great um yeah what's a real privilege really I think just yeah sticking yeah going for the things that you like doing yeah yeah really cool so um leading off from that what does your typical day at work look like okay so um let's think how best to describe it um so I well by the time I get to work I feel like I've done quite a lot of work already <laughs> to get both kids ready get them to nursery <laughs> um then I get to work and um so basically we kind of depends what point we are really at in our cycle so we have um, my group test in the wind tunnel every, we test for a week every month. So we kind of work on a monthly cycle, basically. Mm -hmm. So we'll start off. So when we're testing in the wind tunnel, I guess my day would be that I'd get into work and I'd have a look through the results from the evening before and the night before. So quite often when we're testing, we run a night shift. So we'll have been running options in the wind tunnel overnight. So I'll get in in the morning um, have a look through the results and see what was interesting. Um, and then um, I'll have a chat with some of the people in my team about about the results, because I guess I have a kind of overview across it, whereas they're much more in the detail of their individual area. So I'll speak to the guys in my team to get their take on what we've seen overnight and decide what we might want to follow up on. Mm -hmm. um, so then we'll kind of complete that week of week of testing and hopefully have added a decent amount of performance to the car. Um, and then after that, we'll kind of have a period where we'll be, um, 
kind of reviewing those results that we've that we've had in that previous previous week. Um, and then we'll start thinking about what we can do next to further build on those results. So then we'll um, a typical day then would be we might have a group meeting to kind of discuss and review results so far and decide what we're going to do next. Um, and then we'd start running some more kind of computer simulations um, to decide what we could do next. And then we'll start figuring out how we can physically turn those ideas into parts again, physically make them as parts that we can test. And then we'll kind of begin the cycle all over again. Mm. Um, so that's the kind of, that wasn't really a typical day, but that's sort of like the bigger picture of, <laughs> yeah. of what we do. Um, so then, yeah, day, day to day, um, I guess my day is a mixture of um, actually looking at the, the sort of um, the science, the technical background to things um, and maybe having yeah, group meetings to try and move things forward. But um, I guess also because I'm responsible for nine engineers in my team, I focus quite a lot on their personal development as well and how we're going to improve them um, in terms of yeah their, their sort of career. So I might have on a typical day a meeting with one of them for about a half an hour to an hour to sort of discuss what they're working on at the moment and the things we've been working on in their development plan that they're kind of that they're building on. Um, I might every now and then we might have an interview for a new sort of a new um, opening. So we might be interviewing potential candidates. Um, yeah, that kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. Is it hard balancing work and then having two kids and family two kids life? At home. Um, yeah, I think my employers are pretty uh, really good actually if I need mm. to leave early for any reason or if one of them's sick, they're really good. Um, and yeah, I guess me and my husband share share everything between us. So sort of tag team and who's doing drop off and who's doing pick up today. Um, so yeah, it's um has its challenges at times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been hard recently. So at the moment, I'm just on leave from work um, with the lockdown and everything. But um, it was quite hard in the first week because we were both still working from home, but both kids were at home. So we right. were kind of <laughs> a few hours with them, then a few hours of work and then working in the evenings. Um, yeah. No, it is, it's const- it is very busy, but it is nice when you get to the weekends and then you all get to spend time together and mm. it's nice when you can kind of watch some of the races and sort of show the kids what you do and that kind of thing is really fun yeah that's awesome so what's the coolest place you've been with your work oh wow okay um so I don't get to go to any of the races really oh. so we have like a real designated team for the races um so I get to go to Silverstone every year, though, just to go. And that's where the British Grand Prix is held. Get to go there on for practice day and go with my team to go and see the car on the track, which is really fun. Um, what else have I done? Um, I got to go to a really cool event in London last year, which was all about sort of juggling um, family and work. Mm-hmm. Um and it was, yeah, it was at this kind of quite big auction house in London that was all quite um, sort of fancy. And there were some really interesting people speaking there. So that was a really great experience because you got to go and sort of share your experiences, but also speak to other people about how they find it. Um, so that was a really great experience for me. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, those are probably a bit. I think going, getting to see the car on the track 
at the British Grand Prix is awesome. And then, um, yeah, yeah getting, having the opportunity to go and meet interesting people too. So you yeah. work at Mercedes right now, but what other Formula mm-hmm. One like companies have you worked with? Um, so um, when I did my PhD, that was in conjunction with Ferrari. Um, and then when I finished that, I went to go and work for Renault Formula One team, which mm-hmm. later became Lotus Formula oh, One. Yeah. Um, so I worked there for four years. Um, and that was a really good experience because it's quite a lot smaller than where I work now. So especially when I was a junior, it was a great experience because you got to see so many aspects of the um, of the department mm. um, because yeah because it was it was quite small and it kind of lets lets you do that so that was a really good sort of first first job for me and um especially at the time it was a really strong department and I got to um yeah so I I learned from really good people um and um I think that was a yeah quite a big thing in my in my career um learning from like some of the best people in that field really Mm. Um, but then I kind of decided after about four years, I kind of felt ready for a different challenge to have something, something new. And then a job vacancy came up at, um, Mercedes, which was, um, a sort of a promotion, like a step up. Um, so I decided it was kind of the best time there to sort of move on for a fresh challenge. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So I suppose we'll move on to, um, some 10 quick fire questions. Okay. <laughs> So, um, what's your favourite quote, if you have one? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, can we come back to that one? Sure. Yep, yep. Very quick fire, sorry. (laughs) Are you a warm or cold dessert person? Ooh. I like a mixture of maybe warm crumble cold ice cream, oh, warm yeah. crumble cold custard. Mm, yeah. Mm. What's mm. your favourite fruit? Raspberries. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what's your least favourite food? Ooh. Ooh, what don't I like? I kind of like everything. Most things. <laughs> Um, oh, do you know what I hate? Semolina. Oh, really? So yeah, it... I think maybe I just had it at school and it wasn't very good. Right. <laughs> maybe I should try a better book. <laughs> okay, so what's five foods you couldn't live without? Five foods? Yeah. Oh, um, oh, potato. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Steak, cheese. Oh, this is quite. This is most. most I'm covering most of the food groups in one go. Um, cho- chocolate and tea. Not really a food. Mm-hmm. Tea. Mm-hmm. It counts. Nice. Are you summer or winter? Mm, summer. So, following on a hot. Drinks or cold drinks? Oh, I don't know. Hot cup of tea, cold glass of wine. It's a tough, it's a <laughs> tough one. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, Favourite way to relax? Um, 
Play with the kids mm-hmm. and really good book. Nice. Anything you're reading at the moment? Anything nice? Oh, I'm reading at the moment. It's really good, actually. Andre Agassi's autobiography. Um, it's really interesting, actually. His story is a really good read. Cool. Huh? What's Ooh. your favourite song? Ooh. Oh, I've got a few. One of them, though, Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. Oh, good song. Good one. Yeah. Mm. All right, everyone's uh, the most important question. Uh, smooth or crunchy peanut butter? Oh, I've only just got into peanut butter, actually. Crunchy, though, I think. Yeah. So we'll go back mm. to your favourite quote, or if you want to make a quote mm-hmm. up right now. It's, it's not really a quote, but... I was thinking about, I was thinking while we were talking, um, I think my best friend told me about it when I was nervous about going back to work after maternity leave. And she was like, do you know what I do whenever I'm struggling? She's like, I just look in the mirror and I go, you've got this. (laughs) (laughs) And I do it now sometimes. I'm about to go into like a big meeting or something like that, where I know I've got a really difficult day. I've started doing it and it genuinely does help you a little bit. (laughs) Might have to try that one out. Sounds a bit cheesy now, but, um, yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah, well, thanks so much for talking to us. It's been amazing and really inspirational, yeah. Yeah, and coming Um, from an all-girls school, seeing where you got to from an all-girls school is really great, and I think the girls will really find this interesting. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, that's really good to know. Well, like, drop drop me an email if you've got any other questions. Yeah. Thank you so much. Cool. Great to speak to you guys. Speak to you later. Bye. See ya. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.